At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And folks, we finally have the NFL season kicked off. And it is so glorious that we do. And we've got an absolutely amazing show tonight. As we're going to be joined by a bunch of in-studio guests. And our number one, Jason Weingarten. You know him from the network because he does a great job with the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. He's going to be here in about 15 or so minutes. We're going to be discussing what we want ball getting in Thursday Night Football. He's a man that has some connections over there with the LA Rams. So we're going to be talking about that and just how to wind up taking a look at week one for the season as well as we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes as well. And then we've got Patrick Everson does a great job over at Vegas Insider. He's going to take a look to see where the futures market has been going in terms of the NFL. If we wind up seeing any sort of big reactions with what wind up happening on Thursday night football. Also where the big bets are going in terms of the college football slate for this week too, as well. So we got a great hour. Number one there, our number two, a guy that I've known for quite a while, Eli Hershkovich. He comes to us from the great city of Chicago and he's in town. So he's going to be joining me in studio. Does a great job over at the lines. We're going to be talking about the Chicago white Sox. Their turnaround. Is there a little bit of value on them in the American Lake central? Going to talk a little week one, Got to fit in a college basketball futures question as well. Me and him, we are absolute just schmucks for college basketball. And we like schmucks for 
sports betting in general on this show. So we're going to be talking about that and so much more with Eli in our number two. And then our number three here in town, we've got a big UFC card that's going to be going down. So we're going to be talking to a pair of gentlemen. Dan Stupp does a great job over at the Action Network and Mackenzie Kramer. What to expect from this week's UFC card? Is there a little bit of value on the underdogs? And when it comes to our good friend, Mr. Diaz, does he deserve to be the big giant underdog that he is right now in what seems to be his final fight? So we've got three great hours coming up, but let's first take a look at what we did wind up getting on Thursday because it is so good. I'm sure that many people could agree with me. It is so good that we're finally able to take a look back at so many football games that actually count. We have been building up for these games for many, many months. These games have been up on the board for so long, and now we're finally able to take a look back at what we wound up getting. And at the end of the first half, it was looking like we were going to get a tight game, and then the Buffalo Bills, it was curtains. 31-10, to they wind up taking down the LA Rams. Matthew Stafford, not all these were his fault, but not one, not two, but three interceptions. And many of us, we were mourning the Queen on Thursday, some of your fantasy football teams might be mourning the fact that you wound up losing a second or third round pick on Cam Akers. Three carries for zero yards. That was not what I think a lot of people were expecting. So anyone that was out there in the player prop market slash a fantasy football world in general, that was not too terrific. But what really stood out is you did wind up having some sloppy play. And this is something that wound up being touched on in Live Bet Tonight with our good friends Femi Obebefe along with our good friend Wes Reynolds, as they were talking about just the fact that the LA Rams did not wind up giving Matthew Stafford any reps during the preseason. We've seen it the last few years with the Rams. Josh Allen did not wind up playing a lot during the preseason as well. And there was a little bit of choppy play, especially towards the first half of this game. Zach Moss, James Cook, they both wind up losing fumbles for the Buffalo Bills. So you did wind up seeing some, shall we say, struggles for both of these offenses in the first half. And then in the second half, you wind up seeing the Bills be able to turn it in turbo mode and with the LA Rams you did not wind up having to do so and I do think that it is very important when you do wind up seeing just the first game in this circumstance sometimes it's the first few games to try to take a look at a few trends and it does feel like one trend that we wind up seeing last season might wind up coming to fruition this year as well that is the fact that in the NFL last year right in the neighborhood about 54 and a half percent of games wound up going under the total based on your closing numbers might have been closer to 55, might have been a little bit closer to 54, but consensus is about 54.5%. And I do think that just gauging what we wind up seeing in this contest and something that I was asking myself is, all right, because we wound up, because we did end up seeing so many games that wound up going under the total in, or so many games that wound up going over the total in week one of the preseason, is this going to be a circumstance where we're going to be seeing these totals wind up going up? Are they going to be set a little bit too high for week one? Because gauging preseason as comparison to regular season, you just can't. We remember the our good friends, the Detroit Lions, that wound up going 0-16 many, many years ago. They wound up going 4-0 during that preseason. So it's a case where you've got to be gauging the preseason much differently than the regular season. And well, you wound up having an answer of the Buffalo Bills coming out. They had a very solid offensive showing in the Rams, a team that they just never, ever wind up putting out their starters during the regular season or during the preseason. They did not wind up having a very good performance. And I think that that's an important handicapping angle for week one. With week one, we are going to be having quite a few teams that they did give their starters quite a bit of playing time. I thought it was very surprising to see 
a lot of teams use more or less week two of the preseason to give these guys a little bit of dress rehearsal. Unintentionally, the New York Jets, they wound up having a lot of practice for Joe Flacco. He did take a lot of reps during the preseason, so I do think it is very important to highlight that, but when it comes to week one of the regular season, preseason to regular season, I think is important. Chemistry in sports in general, I think is important. We see it just time and time again. Even going back to the U.S. Olympic team in basketball, they had a very rough showing out here in Las Vegas. They needed to get their timing down. They had to play with one another a little bit before going over to Japan. They wound up losing quite a few games in terms of what we wound up seeing in terms of in terms of those games. And then they wind up going, they wind up winning the gold medal. So that is something to take a look at. And you take a look just in general at the sports landscape. NBA is certainly big. The MLB, we're seeing it right now with the San Diego Padres. Padres, they wind up acquiring so many different pieces and hasn't necessarily worked out for them. They are going to, in my opinion, wind up elevating themselves a little bit towards back half of the season. And I do think that when it comes time to 2023, 2024, you're able to go down the list. The Padres are going to be a very solid bunch, but here in 2022, being able to win a title this year, it's going to be a little bit tough. You do need to have these guys being able to gel together. And you saw an LA Rams offense that it did not wind up gelling together. I mentioned the fact that Matthew Safford wound up having three interceptions. It wasn't just Matthew Safford. Some of those balls were tipped. Some of those balls, the overthrow of Cooper Cup, I still will put on Matthew Safford. That was not a great pass. Cooper Cup is going to tell you that he should have came up with it. But with Cooper Cup, that was not a very catchable ball, in my opinion. That winds going into the defender's hands. But I think it's so important to take a look at what we wound up getting in this game. And that's really the big takeaway I did wind up having when it comes to gauging a lot of these player props as well. Something that I was talking about here getting set for the upcoming NFL season is take a look at a few unders as well. Not just with the season-long props, because when it comes to season-long props, you just never know who's going to wind up getting injured. I feel like you wind up having a little bit of a built-in advantage when it comes to unders just because you never know who winds up going down very, very suddenly. You can guess as to who might wind up staying a little bit healthier and who might wind up getting hurt a little bit earlier in the season as well. But that said, when it comes down to it, injuries, nobody is just completely, nobody is just not going to wind up getting injured just throughout their career. Even Tom Brady wound up losing an entire season back after the Patriots wound up going 16-0 during the 2008 campaign. But I do think, it is very important to wind up factoring that in. But even in-game, you do wind up seeing a few injuries as well. Game Akers, he wound up really not being able to have any touches whatsoever. Cooper Cup was able to get his. But if you're taking a look at a bunch of unders with regards to LA Rams players, especially when it comes to a receiving side of things, even though Matthew Stafford still wound up having 240 yards, that's low for his standards. But it's not dangerously low. His player prop more in the neighborhood, about the 270s, give or take a little bit. That wound up leading to a bad circumstance for the LA Rams, and you wound up having Allen Robinson just be nowhere to be found. One catch in this game, and Stephon Diggs, he stepped up. He was able to give the Buffalo Bills a solid game, and Gabriel Davis, very, very good game from him. Four catches, 88 yards. He was able to have that huge touchdown himself, but naturally, I think unders are going to be providing a lot of value when it comes to the 
prop market when it comes to season long props if you're still able to fire in on those as well i do think that it's going to lend a big advantage if you do take a look at unders now that doesn't mean that you make it a blanket i'm going to bet nothing but unders because there are circumstances where there is a value on over so you can even find that in a guy that perhaps he missed quite a bit of time in past years looks like he's a little bit healthier coming into the 2022 season and you know what maybe it winds up coming to fruition and he does wind up staying out there on the field I do think it is one of those cases where you do wind up having a little bit of value with that regard but I think that when it's all said and done you're going to be finding a lot of value on the unders and when it comes to baseball not finding as much value in terms of the unders on Thursday, but certainly something that I'm going to be talking about as we wind up going along through the show. And we've got just one game down. Make sure that you don't wind up having too many overreactions based on one game. It is one of 272 in terms of the NFL as a whole. And when it comes to both of these teams, they both have 16 games remaining. And thus, something I'm going to be talking about a little bit later on in the show, you can pick off the futures market as well when it comes to teams that you think might come out and have a little bit of a rough start and teams that you think that they're going to be coming out a house of fire as well because the futures market, when it comes to odds to be able to win the NFC slash AFC championship, odds to be able to win the Super Bowl, that is one that is going to be widely available. When it comes to season win totals, a lot of East Coast books, I know, they update them throughout the season out here in Las Vegas might not have as many options for that, but I do think that there's a lot of mark there's a lot of market value that could be extracted throughout the season and trying to gauge teams that wind up starting hot and starting cold. And a man that I'm sure is going to be able to get us off to a hot start with regards to the guest, Jason Weingarten. He does a great job with the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. And he joins me next on the Greg Peterson Experience on Vison. Esports Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSN, so now is the time to become a VSN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football guides. Only VSN subscribers get tools to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced sets and power rankings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, and so much more. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll be able to get both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or for just 40 bucks a month, see everything VEASAN has to up your sports betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. We're back here in lovely Las Vegas, more specifically Circa and Look at that, Jason Weingarten. He is joining me on the desk right here on the Greg Peterson Experience. And Jason, we've had you quite a bit via Skype. Great to have you in studio. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me. It's fun to be here. It is fun to have you aboard. And Jason, we've now got one game under our belts. You're a man that you hail out there in the great state of California. What were your overall takeaways from what we got on Thursday Night Football with the Rams losing to the Buffalo Bills? Seven sacks. Three interceptions. I'm not sure what the score in this game would have been had the uh, Rams not created those turnovers in the first half. But this was uh, this was not a good game for the Rams. Not a good not a good start to the season. Not at all. No, not at all. And when it comes to the Rams, how much do you think wound up factoring into what we wound up seeing in the preseason that they did not wind up just having a lot in general in terms of preseason reps? And we've seen it a few times from the LA Rams. They do not put their starters out for the preseason. Do you think that played any sort of a factor in this week one result? Yeah, I mean, they absolutely looked like a team that was a step slow, a team that didn't get any reps in the, the preseason. But mo- mostly from, from what I saw, and I only caught bits and pieces of the game because I was flying here for, the, for most of the second half. But, uh, I mean, really, the, the thing, it, it, what it came down to for me is that just Matt Stafford looked old. He looked old. He looked like a guy who was getting sacked 40 times a year most of his career, and that stuff just it catches up to you. And all that said, I think I absolutely think that the Rams would have traded this Week One loss for a Super Bowl win. I think any team in the NFL would have traded a Week One loss to to win a Super Bowl the, the previous year. But uh, Rams look like a team that you know they had a bad offensive line tonight, not a great performance by the quarterback, and uh, questionable. Uh, questionable stuff coming out of the running back position so all things considered especially when you see that Cooper Cup was the guy doing most of the you know moving the moving of the chains tonight it it looks like they got some uh, work cut out for them for week two takeaway that I had from this game as well Cam Akers three carries for zero yards did this wind up surprising you because when it came to Cam Akers he was someone that in fantasy a lot of people saw good value with and Cam Akers he wound up being able to play during the postseason as well with Cam Akers. 
did you think that he was going to be able to do a little bit more in this game? Or do you think Cam Akers still dealing with a little bit of ailment from what we got last season? He's not the, the pre-torn ACL Cam Akers. He's, uh, he's still working his way back from that injury. And he didn't look very good in the playoffs last year. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people were expecting a lot more out of him tonight. And, you know, didn't didn't happen. No, it did not. To your point, Cooper Cup, very good game in this one. He gets 13 catches, so Cooper Cup wound up coming to play, and we're giving a little bit of blame right now to the L.A. Rams, but how much credit do you think needs to go to the Buffalo Bills? Having to go on the road, you know that a banner is going to be raised on this night going against the reigning Super Bowl champions. I think this speaks a lot to the Buffalo Bills and justified a little bit of the price that we saw coming into the season on them in the futures market. Yeah, they uh they they came in pretty strong and they uh they set the tone from the start. They scored first. They uh they created turnovers and that's a recipe for winning on the road is creating turnovers. Uh you know, doing the most with your opportunities and they're going to fly home with a with a win to start the season tonight. Currently, I'm not seeing any odds to be able to win the Super Bowl up at DraftKings. I'm sure that they took a little bit of action and I'm sure that this is going to be back up in the AM. Would not be surprised if the Buffalo Bills wind up coming down just a tad from the plus 550 we had prior to this game. But I take a look at the futures market as a whole. And something I think is very important is to gauge these week one results and try to extract value from the overreactions that we're going to get. Because there's a bunch of people right now on social media. They're saying the LA Rams, they aren't any good. Matthew Stafford. You can't play quarterback anymore. You're able to go down the list. And everyone's saying that the Buffalo Bills are the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I think it is very important to stay grounded. You want to be gauging things when you do wind up getting new data points. And you want to incorporate those. But I'm not sure about you. But I know that for me myself, just gauging everything that we're going to get, not just from a futures perspective, but also game-by-game perspective, we do wind up seeing some pretty radical moves after what we wind up getting in week one and week two. It is something to where I think that being able to capitalize on these overreactions is going to be very key. Yeah, I mean, every year you get overreactions. In week two or three, week two and three, there's always really advantageous situations to, you know, take teams that lost week one or week three if you get a chance to take 0-2 teams. Uh, usually it's a pretty good spot when you're getting uh, teams 0-2 with points. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overreactions happen every year. It's That's pretty pretty normal. It's just, uh, you know, first game of the season, there's going to be a winner, there's going to be a loser. No doubt about it. You can wind up getting a few ties, but the yeah. amount of ties that you wind up getting in the NFL season, we get one a year typically. Last year it was the Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers that wound up giving us that tie, but... I do think that, to your point, we are going to be seeing a bunch of them as well. And how much do you wind up gauging what we get from a scheduling perspective as well when it comes to taking a look at the futures market? Because I think that there are certain teams that they just set themselves up to have a bit of a slow start to the season and with moving parts as well. I think that it is important to gauge that because chemistry, I think, is so important in any sport. And when you have lots of guys that wind up coming and going, that is going to lead to some turbulence towards the beginning part of the season. But being a little bit of a futures player yourself, how much do you gauge the schedule as a whole and try to be able to attack spots where a team might wind up going like two and two, two and three through four or five weeks, and then try to attack from there? 
Well, I mean, in general, starting out bad, the NFL season is is not, you know, it, it, I don't have the, the statistics off the top of my head, but starting 0-2, I think you end up with like a 1-4 chance or a 1-5 chance. Less than that, actually. Yeah, right? I think and it's more like 1-6. Right? It's 1-6 or something. So, you know, absolutely critical to get off to a strong start in the NFL. You don't want to be playing from behind trying to make up wins as the season goes on. But I always do look at the schedule in the beginning of the year and as the the season goes on, because um, I'm always looking. I'm looking for back-to-back road trips. I don't like I don't like multi-week road trips. You know, three-week road trip is even worse. I'm looking for heavy back-loaded division schedules. You know, I think uh, when you have uh, when you have a, a, a front-loaded division schedule, it's probably uh, easier than than having a back-loaded schedule, especially when you get cold weather games and cold weather. Uh, you know, teams, but uh, yeah, it's always important to, to keep keep an eye on the futures because you always have to know where, you know, plot where, where things are headed, where you think they're headed, get ahead of the moves. It's always important to get ahead of the moves. Having a little bit of a roadmap, I do think is so important when it comes to the NFL season. And I know that you've taken a look at the futures market quite a bit. You talked to me last week about the fact that you fired in on the Buccaneers to have the worst record in the NFL. I think you might have brought that up either Monday or Tuesday this week as well. Have you placed any other futures in terms of the market that you're going to be taking a look at, whether it be odds to be able to win the Super Bowl or something a little bit more, shall we say, out there in terms of guys to be able to have like the most receiving yards or something that's a little bit more of a long shot? I took Tampa to miss the playoffs. I took Pittsburgh. I took the Steelers to win the play- uh, to make the playoffs. I took I took the Steelers to win the division. I think that was ten to one was the highest price I saw. I think uh, seeing seeing the Steelers with slightly lower playoff odds than the Detroit Lions is kind of unusual and confusing when I see that. Uh, I don't think the Steelers are that much worse than you know pretty much every other team in in that division. I think the uh, the Bengals are due for some regression coming off a long playoff run, and uh, I don't know. I think uh, Mike Tomlin's just not getting not getting a ton of respect right now, and Mitch Mitch Trubisky also. I think he's slightly better than uh, we give him credit for. I want to dive into the Pittsburgh Steelers a little bit further because they're an interesting bunch, no doubt. The quarterback spot it is not great. I will say this though. What we got last season out of the Pittsburgh Steelers, that was not Ben Roethlisberger. That was a guy that was wearing a jersey that said Ben Roethlisberger on the back of it. And am I crazy for thinking that Mitchell Trubisky could give the Pittsburgh Steelers a little bit of an element that they didn't have last year? I mean, Roethlisberger killed that team last year. He was not an NFL-level starting quarterback by the end of the season. He was, you know, basically the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger at that (laughs) point. So... Absolutely, again, seeing a, a better quarterback, seeing a competent quarterback. Uh, they upgraded the wide receiver position this offseason with George Pickens. I think this is a strong team. I think I think we've got to pick this up on the other side. Talk a little Steelers and talk a little baseball for Friday right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change. 
by offering a smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Finn understands that there isn't one right time to make change. Everyone's on a little bit of a different timeline and a little bit of a different journey, but whenever you feel like you are ready to take that first step forward towards change, Zinn is going to be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That is ZYN.com. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience, being joined at the desk by Jason Weingarten. Does a great job with the podcast, the wide world of Weingarten. You're able to get that wherever you find your podcast. And Jason, last we were chatting, we were leaving off talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. So let's have another week one matchup. They're six and a half point underdogs against these Cincinnati Bengals. You said before the break that you feel like in terms of the division, there isn't as much of a gap as a lot of people might think between these teams. How did you wind up playing this one? Because I think that you wanted firing on this one. I took the money line actually plus uh, plus 241 on the Steelers. I don't have a problem taking plus six or six and a half. I just happen to, to like the money line in this case. I think, uh, you know, Joe Burrow got hurt in the Super Bowl. They're coming off the, the extended playoff run, and I don't think the Bengals necessarily got any better this offseason. So, you know, give me six and a half, give me the money line, and I'll take the Steelers week one. Let's see uh, Let's see if the Rams aren't the only playoff team to lose a, uh, a week one game. With the Steelers, too, I think it is so intriguing to dive into their roster because something that I've been just trying to monitor a little bit more is the Steelers and the fact that they don't have a lot of offense, but I think there's a stat that they spent the most money to improve the defense of any team in the offseason. I'm sure that includes re-signings in terms of the secondary, but I think when it comes to the Steelers, it's going to be, for me, a little bit more about taking unders with them. Mitch Trubisky, I think he's going to be able to add a little bit of an element for this offense, but not sure how you wind up evaluating the Steelers team, but I take a look at the Steelers, and I think really what I'm going to be taking a look at is their totals, and until we wind up seeing them go downward, there's going to be a lot of value on those unders. Yeah, I mean, especially with week one and week two totals in general, especially with the, the defensive rules, defensive uh, pass interference and holding and everything being uh, enforced, you tend to get really high totals week one and two. So playing the unders in a situation like that is not a terrible idea. But I think when it comes to Mitch Trubisky, you got to look at the weapons around him. He's got three solid wide receivers, got a solid tight end, and uh, Najee Harris is actually one of my offensive player of the year picks at 100 to one. I think uh, you know he was second in the NFL in carries as a rookie. He was fourth overall in total touches or yards from scrimmage. Um, I think he could really improve on that his second year. Clearly going to be a guy who gets 20-plus carries a game on, you know, regularly. Here's my question about the Steelers, though. When it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers, something I remember from last year is that they did wind up losing three offensive linemen, and in the offseason, it's not like they added a ton to that offensive line. Is there a little bit of a concern that the offensive line, for one, might not hold up, and two, just might not open up enough holes in general for guys like Najee Harris or be able to lend enough time for for Mitchell Trubisky to be able to get the ball out. Yeah, I mean, you know, a bad offensive line is going to cripple cripple a team always. So, uh, you know, not spending money to improve the line is definitely a concern. But the Steelers have a track record of developing and drafting strong offensive linemen. So, you know, I, I tend... 
at this point in my career to defer to to teams for the most part and you know believe them in their scouting and you know if 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 they're happy with their offensive line i'm happy with their offensive line because if if it's not a good line it'll it'll get replaced it'll get changed pretty quickly and the next time we see a mike talman coach team not give a lot of effort that is going to be the first so exactly something that you are able to bank on on that front when it comes to week one of the NFL, we just talked about the Steelers versus the Cincinnati Bengals game. Anything else that you fired in on for this week one? I bet the Chargers, I, I, I laid three minus 120 with the Chargers, and I laid three with, uh, I'm trying to think what was the other game. Oh, I think it was the Dolphins. Dolphins versus the Patriots. I laid three with the, the Dolphins. I think with, uh, with the Rams, not the Rams, with the Raiders, and the Patriots, one of the things that concerns me is a similar problem that I, I thought about with the Rams is that they haven't replenished their talent via the top of the draft. The, the Raiders have just failed with all their top draft picks the last couple of years. I'm talking first round, second round, third round. Patriots haven't done a great job developing you know, they're the top of, of their, their draft picks. Their wide talent. receivers, especially yeah, wide receivers. You know, you just, and it's the thing is that one of the secrets to the NFL or just one of the, the truths of the NFL is you don't win if you don't replenish your talent via the draft. And the Rams are a little bit of a weird situation because they did so well picking up free agents and the o- Odell Beckhams and Marcus Peters of the world. That they will draft next in 2028. Exactly. <laughs> so when you're not replenishing that talent, it's, it's, you know, hard for me to get behind, you know, backing these teams early in the season. And I think, I think the Chargers just, you know, the Chargers have put together a monster team if everything comes together correctly for them. So I'm, I'm really happy to, to lay the three with them against, against what I think is a, a bad Raiders team. And I'm glad you bring up this Vegas versus Chargers game because you mentioned it. You're laying three, but you're laying the minus 120 juice. How much do you gauge the difference between a three minus one twenty as opposed to a three and a half? Because we're seeing a couple three minus one twenties. We're seeing most of the market be at a three and a half. And when it comes to gauging the difference between three and three and a half, and for this circumstance as well, six is six and a half. Just key numbers in the NFL in general. I do think that you need to have a little bit of a sliding scale when it comes to how much these points are worth. Because typically, when it comes to when it comes to buying points, when it comes to teasers, list goes on and on. In most circumstances, NFL, obviously a tad bit different. You wind up having the tried and true every point or every half point is worth 10 cents. But I always think that it's intriguing to see how different handicappers gauge that difference between three and a half down to three, two and a half to three, list goes on and on. How do you gauge that? Because I do think that getting the three in this spot and laying that minus 120 juice provides just so much value. I think in most cases I would rather lay the three than the three and a half or six than the six and a half. Um, but I'd rather take the six and a half or the three and a half, you know, if I'm betting the dog. So it really, it really depends. But typically, like you said, every half point ends up mattering. So if I could take three at minus 120, I'm take three at minus 120. And from sport to sport, I think it varies a little bit as well because in the NFL, the difference between three and three and a half, in my opinion, is so critical. But you're someone that gauges a lot of MLB totals like myself. Not sure if you've noticed this, but when it comes to the MLB this season, I've noticed that not too many games have landed on the total. And when you have a circumstance like seven and a half versus eight, where the seven and a half, it has heavy juice on the over versus eight. It winds up having like even money or a plus 105 on the under. Let's say that you like the 
under in that circumstance. I would much rather wind up taking a little bit of a half a run less rather than taking the heavily juice like minus 120, minus 125. I'm not sure if you're sort of in the same boat on that, but when it comes to baseball totals, I think you have to gauge those a little bit differently than what I wanted just laying out in the NFL where the jump from three to three and a half much more significant than in baseball, like a total going from seven and a half to eight because just such few games wind up landing on that number. I'll pass on a baseball total more often than not. Like if I liked it, if I liked the game at nine, like yesterday, I liked the uh, the Angels Tigers game at nine. Yeah. Moved to eight and a half. I got some nine minus one twenty five. Next best was you know under eight and a half plus one hundred five. I skipped the eight and a half one hundred five. The final score was five four. Oh, I know. I so, I did a write up for that game. The Tigers hit two runs in, or two home runs in the ninth inning. And then the same day. The uh, was it Brewers were at the Rockies. Total was yep. twelve. Went to eleven and a half. Same thing. Final score eight to four. Two home runs in the ninth inning. So a lot of times, you know, and and I'll have friends who will you know text me, hey, you got any plays to anything you like? And I'll be like, yeah, Rockies under twelve. And they'll be like, is it good at eleven and a half? I'll say no, because you know it's you're gonna lose eight to four sometimes. You know, not every every game is gonna land on total, but. You know, every half point matters. Every half round matters. You know, the, you, you, you're, you're not going to make money playing everything half a run worse than, than the line was. Absolutely. And the juice is just so important as well, because if you've got an option of like a minus 115 on an under of eight versus a minus 110, a minus 105, having only about five to 10 cents differential, that's much different than if you've got 25, 30 cents of a differential as well. And when you do wind up getting up there with regards to the totals as well, I think that that's so important as well because the difference between a nine and a half and 10 might not be as substantial as six and a half to sevens, which we wind up seeing a lot of those during the baseball season. And Jason, I know you gauge a little bit of everything. You're doing a great job taking a look at the NFL futures market. You do a great job in baseball and you do a great job on the wide world of Wine Garden Podcast. Always appreciate it, my friend. Thanks for having me on. It's always fun to be in the studio. I don't get to do it very often, but I always enjoy it. And coming up next, we talk to Patrick Everson of Vegas Insider right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers online sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook. For all football-related content, check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and so much more. Every week, BetRivers has unique football football specials to help you win big. Check out your favorite teams and your favorite players with BetRivers. It's a whole new game as we're back here in lovely Las Vegas, more specifically the Circa Sportsbook and Resort for the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And here at VEASAN, we do a pro tip every single hour and we're going to be talking about the futures market with our good friend Patrick Everson over there at Vegas. And our pro tip for this hour, we give out one every hour, 20 in total a day. You're able to sort them by show and by sport. When it comes to the futures market, if you expect a team to have a little bit of a sluggish chart, you might want to wait in terms of being able to fire in on some of these teams. You can get a little bit of a better number later on. And I'm sure that Patrick might agree with that as he does amazing work over there at Vegas Insider. And Patrick, Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on tonight, for sure. And Patrick, when it comes to what we've all seen in terms of the NFL futures market, we just wound up seeing the first game of the season played. Have we seen any big moves made over the last few weeks? And more specifically, did we see any sort of reaction based on what we wound up getting night number one? Well, I mean, I don't think people are terribly surprised necessarily that the Bills came out and played well. I think they probably expected the Rams to play a little bit better than that. But honestly, this is what betters were looking for for months because the Bills have been really the flavor of the year ever since last season ended. People have been piling on their futures odds, and they've been betting the Bills in this game, in this NFL Week 1, uh, for you know for for weeks, if not months at this point. And that's what drove that number. Initially, the Rams opened as a short favorite at most places and ended up uh, flipping the Bills minus two and a half, where it's been most of the last couple of weeks. So the books, I think, the, the books were certainly rooting for the Rams tonight. The betters probably got what they wanted, short of the over. The bet, a lot of, you know, a lot of betters were on the Bills, but a lot of those were Bills and over parlays, that type of thing. And obviously the over did not get there. So um, it wasn't as bad for the books as it could have been if somehow that game had went over with the Bills covering. Um, so probably probably kind of a split between the betters and the 
uh, and the bookie tonight. And John Murray at the Super Bowl, he kind of indicated as such. He just said, uh, um, you know, the result was okay. Doesn't sound like it was a loser for the Super Bowl. He said they would have preferred the Bills cover the first half, which I think is interesting, an interesting position to be in. But with the way that game went, there were some Rams. There's been Rams teaser play that obviously got eliminated. Uh, but he said both these teams have a lot of parlay money line parlay tickets uh, tied to all these weekend games. So uh, all that Buffalo parlay liability is certainly still very much alive. You bring up the weekend game, so let's go there. As obviously, when it came to the Bills versus Rams, pretty big line movement wound up happening after the Matthew Safford injury, but became a little bit more two-way action from there. But when it comes to what we're getting on Sunday, what have been some of the biggest movers and what do the books need slash not need when it comes to what we're getting this Saturday and Sunday or this Sunday? Well, a couple, sure. So, yeah. And we'll go Sunday and Monday. That's a, that's a good way to put it because uh, what, you know, what I'm saying, and this is uh, in a conversation I had yesterday, back and forth with Mike Korn, who's a sports analyst for points bet. Uh, they're just overwhelmed on Ravens money against the Jets, Ravens tickets and money against the Jets. And that number, I believe, has moved like three points or so. And the same thing has happened, you know, two, two and a half points, maybe three points, on the Broncos-Seahawks Monday night game with Russell Wilson going back to Seattle to face his old team right out of the gate. And just overwhelmingly lopsided action on the Ravens spread and on the Broncos spread. So they're certainly going to be uh, they're, they're certainly going to be looking for Seattle to cover on Monday night and, and and the Jets to cover on Sunday against the Ravens. But I I think kind of tied into that, especially with the Ravens and the Broncos, is like I just mentioned a moment ago with with the Bills parlays living to you know living and breathing going into the weekend. The Ravens and Broncos are going to be you know on those parlay tickets and money line parlay tickets and even teaser tickets at the at the number they're at now and. You're also going to have the Chiefs on those tickets, and you're going to have the Bucks on those tickets. So really, I think what the books are going to need, more so than just covers from some of these dogs, and by the way, a lot of these dogs are home dogs, which is interesting um, as well. Not surprising, just interesting. Uh, they're going to need one of these uh, home dogs to, to jump up and win a game outright. They're going to, you know, particularly they'd like to see that out of Arizona or out of uh, Dallas. But, uh, you know, they, they'll take it anywhere they can get it. But they're going to need a home dog if they're going to bust up the parlays and money line parlays this week because Buffalo's got those all off to a good start tonight. Patrick, you mentioned all the home underdogs. And my question for you, is there any home underdog that is actually getting a little bit of love in the market? And is there any home underdog that the books, they might not need them as much? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling down here just to see uh, – that's, I think that tells really it honesty. all. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm scrolling down. I feel like the Cowboys is kind of an interesting one because of the situation with Brady during this, during this preseason where he took some, literally like a good chunk of the preseason off. It's, that one's close. It's interesting. Uh, and an update that I, uh, that I did, uh, again, talking with Mike Korn at points bet, the Bucks were getting 70% of, of spread bets for Sunday night football midweek here at points bet. But that's translating to just 55% of spread money. So, look, it's still a majority on the Bucks, but it's a slim majority for a Tom Brady-led team that, you know, generally sees a lot of public play. So that might be – I mean, they're not getting the majority of the play. The Cowboys aren't, but I think they're certainly drawing some interest. And I think maybe this Tom Brady situation 
is factoring into that. And in fact, John Murray at the Superbook alluded to that. He said, nobody's quite sure what to make of Brady's offseason and what is going on with him. But he also noted Tampa Bay's offensive line has been uh, beset by preseason injuries. Uh, Dallas lost uh, Tryon Smith in the preseason as well on their offensive line. So um, you've got some, you got some key injuries to both teams, but uh, it, it seems like if it's going to be one of them, maybe it's the, uh, maybe it's the Cowboys on Sunday night bringing not really an upset at, at such a short number, but, uh, uh, but getting there for the books, obviously we're rooting for the betters here. We'd like to see the betters do as well as they can and uh, see the public have a good day Sunday. We'll see what happens. So interesting that these home underdogs not really getting a lot of love and we've spoken about it so much on the network that home underdogs, they do provide quite a bit of value. So shall be interesting to see what happens week one, but we were talking about Tom Brady, as we know, his alma mater, it is Michigan. I know you've done a great job of taking a look at what we're getting college football week number two. Has there been any love whatsoever for Hawaii at 52? This opened up at 48 and a half. We are up to 52. Can the books get anyone to take Hawaii at 52? No, it's an, a very interesting question. And there, I got an update today from, uh, uh, from Caesars, from their college football league, uh, league college football trader, Joey Fiesel. And it's, you know, Michigan laying 51 and a half or 52, as you said. And that's after it opened 48 and a half. And the Wolverines are still getting the majority of tickets and money, three to two on the point spread tickets, four to one plus on the money, even at that massive number, which I think is just absolutely crazy. I can't imagine there's a whole lot of tickets and money, but what there is apparently is willing to lay seven touchdowns plus with the Wolverines at home against what apparently is going to be a pretty bad Hawaii team this season. Whew, man, I never thought we would say, you know what? We've got this Michigan bunch. They play a lot of defense. They're going to be trying two quarterbacks in this game, and they're a 52-point favorite. Ridiculous, but (laughs) Patrick, we've got about 90 seconds. What other college football games have been seeing quite a bit of action, and what are the books going to need this weekend? Well, obviously, Alabama-Texas is the game that's circled on everybody's calendar, I think, but that said, Alabama laying 20 points, and that's up from uh, 19 at some shops and some places opened earlier with an even higher number. And, you know, they're not, people are definitely taking Alabama, but they're also really looking at Alabama first half. Again, this is from Joey Fiesel at, uh, at, at Caesars. He said, it's seemingly death taxes in Alabama first half. Those are the certainties. And uh, Alabama's gone from 11 and a half to 12 and a half. And then real quickly, I'll give you Stanford, USC, so USC at Stanford. Lots of sharp play coming in on at multiple books on Stanford. This this line opened eleven and a half at Caesars. It's down to eight and a half. It had gotten as low as eight at one point, and it's a it's it's a uh, it's a sharps versus public game according to Joey Fiesel at Caesars Books. And I'm always fascinated when we get these games involving conference foes this early on in the season. They seem to be very strange, but something that is not strange. Patrick, you delivering the goods. Always a pleasure to have you aboard, my friend. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. Patrick Patrick Everson does amazing work over at Vegas Insider. He knows exactly where everything is going in terms of the action itself, and it is always a pleasure to be able to get him aboard. It's going to be a great week two of the college football season. going to be an amazing NFL week one, and we're going to be previewing a lot more of those games throughout here on the Greg Peterson Experience. But coming up next, we've got a big slate of games on the MLB board for this Friday. I'm going to give you guys my DK Nation pick for the MLB slate coming up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. 
Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find all made to order, so you can find all made to order, so you can find all made to order. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.